Welcome to the Laivana podcast. I am Ivana, your host, life coach, and motivational blogger. I'm here to help you create your own version of a dream life. Each week, you'll hear mindset shifts and action steps that you can implement into your daily life to start living a life you're excited about. Are you ready to go all in on your dreams? Then let's get started. Hi everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about undefined emotional center in human design. And I will also share with you six tips for dealing with emotions that are not yours, which happens when you have undefined emotional center, you take in other people's emotions as your own, you amplify them. So in today's episode, I want to share with you how to deal with those emotions and how to use your undefined emotional center in the best way. So first, before we start, I recommend you look up your human design chart to see if you have this center defined or undefined, because when you know that, then you will know if the information resonates with you, if it applies for you. So to look up your chart, go to mybodygraph.com. The link is in the show notes. And when you are on that site, just click on free body graph, enter your birth information. So the date, time and place of birth. And you will see this visual representation of your chart. You will see this triangles, squares, which might be like, what the heck am I looking at? But for today's episode, we're just focusing on the triangle on the bottom right. So the triangle that has numbers 6, 30, 36. So if that triangle is white, then that means that you have undefined emotional center. Then that means that this episode is for you. And if that triangle is colored in, if it's brown, then that means that you have defined emotional center. And then the information in this episode will not resonate with you as much. But I would still recommend you to listen to this episode because 47% of the entire population has emotional center undefined. So I am sure that people around you, some of them definitely have this center undefined. And when you know this, then you can know how to best support them, how to understand them. So it's definitely beneficial. So now that you know that, I'm just going to repeat it one more time. If the triangle at the bottom right is white, then that means that you have undefined emotional center And if it's colored in, then it means that you have defined emotional center. That triangle, that energy center is all about our feelings and emotions. So when you look at your chart, every square, every triangle is the source of the certain kind of energy. So you have the energy center for inspiration, for life force energy, for willpower, etc. And this one, which is called solar plexus center, is all about our feelings and emotions. And sometimes you will see that it's called solar plexus center, sometimes that it's emotional center. So in today's episode, I might call it either way, but you know what I mean. So as I've said, 47% of the entire population has this center undefined. And when you have an undefined or open energy center, that means that you don't have a reliable, consistent, fixed, stable way of experiencing and dealing with that energy. So what happens when you have undefined emotional center is then you don't have a reliable, consistent, stable way of dealing with and experiencing your emotions. Instead, your emotions depend on who you are surrounded with. You take in other people's emotions and you amplify them. 
Whereas people with defined emotional center, they have a reliable, consistent way of experiencing their emotions. So when you are alone, you have the opportunity to feel emotionally calm because you are in your own aura. You're not experiencing other people's emotions. You're not surrounded by other people. So you can feel emotionally calm. And I'm just going to say this in the beginning, having undefined or defined emotional center, nothing is better or worse. It's just different. So if you have a defined emotional center, it's not better than the undefined and vice versa. It's just different and each of them have their own lessons to learn, their own challenges. So nothing is wrong with you if you have undefined emotional center. And with an undefined emotional center, you are here to learn to observe other people's emotions without attaching to them. For example, you look at the people around you, you look at your friend or partner that is feeling sad or disappointed or frustrated, and you start identifying yourself with those emotions you'll know that your undefined emotional center is in alignment when you are able to not identify and experience other people's emotions as your own. So we need to get into the habit of asking ourselves if the emotion we're experiencing is ours or someone else's. And this is the biggest question, in my opinion, when you have this center undefined is getting into the habit of asking yourself, is this emotion mine or am I just amplifying someone else's emotion? Because as I've said, when we're alone, we can feel calm. Everything is okay. But the moment we step into the world and when we start talking to other people or our friend is complaining or our partner about something that happened at work, we don't just observe, but we feel those emotions as if they were ours but they're not. So what happens is that when someone else feels sad, you feel sad. You feel twice as sad because, as I've said, you amplify other people's emotions. So we need to learn to observe the emotions of others without identifying ourselves with them, without attaching ourselves to those emotions. And another challenge of having an undefined emotional center is that you also have a tendency to avoid confrontation at all costs. Because what happens when you are confronting someone is that they might get mad. And what will happen when they get mad? You will get twice as mad. So you will experience those emotions and you want to avoid those emotions. So therefore you avoid confrontation. And this also can happen sometimes when you are avoiding certain emotions or avoiding relationships out of fear because What if certain emotions come up? You don't want to be rejected. You don't want to be hurt. So you're just avoiding it from the beginning. So there is always a lesson with every center. And with this one is to observe other people's emotions, not identify yourself with them, not avoid confrontation, relationships, and not being afraid of emotions. So now that we know some of the challenges of having an undefined emotional center, I want to share with you how to apply this information to your life. Because human design is an amazing self-awareness tool, but in order to get the most out of it, you have to experiment with it. You have to use that information that you learn and that applies for you, use it and experiment with it in your daily life. Otherwise, nothing will change. Otherwise, it's just empty information that is filling your brain. And we definitely don't need more of that because we are consuming information 
all day, every day. So the way that I want to share human design with you is by sharing also these practical advice that you can apply to your life. So instead of just me sharing where this solar plexus center is on your chart, what it's for, what are the challenges, what are the lessons, I want to share with you how to make the most out of it. Now that you know that if you have undefined emotional center, you are experiencing other people's emotions as your own. So now I want to share with you how to deal with those emotions that are not yours. So first tip on how to apply your undefined emotional center to your life is don't make decisions from your emotional state. Now, on that site that I mentioned, mybodygraph.com, when you see your bodygraph, your chart, on your right or below, you will see your authority in this information section. So your authority can be sacral, splenic, ego, etc. And it can also be emotional. But if you have undefined emotional center, then your authority is not emotional. It's something else. So your authority is the way for you to make the most aligned decisions, which is what I covered in the last episode that was all about how to make aligned decisions with human design. So when you are making decisions and you have your emotional center undefined, then don't rely on your emotions for making decisions. For instance, let's say that two friends ask you to join them on a trip to Sedona next week and they are so excited they are like oh my god we had the best idea let's go to Sedona next week and you feel their excitement you take in their excitement as your own so you're like oh my god amazing yes let's go and then you come home you're cooking your dinner you're by yourself and you're like what the heck did I say yes to do I actually want to go on a trip to Sedona not really So when you're making decisions, it's important that you're not getting into your emotions if you have this center undefined because you will feel other people's emotions and in this case, that idea is going to seem so exciting and you're going to get excited because your friends around you are feeling excited. So you're going to be like, oh my God, yes, that's the best idea ever. And then when you're on your own, when you're emotionally calm, you're going to be like, what? I don't actually want that. So it's important that for making decisions, you rely on your authority, which you will see in that information section. As I've said, it can be sacral, splenic, lunar, mental, etc. So now that you know that with undefined emotional center, you take in other people's emotions as your own. So if they're feeling excited, you're excited. If they're feeling disappointed, you're disappointed. You can use that use that knowledge and now you can gain awareness of when you're making decisions, what are you basing those decisions on? And if it's your emotions, then just take a step back, ask yourself, is this emotion mine or someone else's? Is this excitement to go to Sedona next week mine or am I just amplifying my friend's excitement to go to Sedona next week? Whereas in reality, I don't actually want to go there. So this is one of the most important tips. When you're making decisions, if your authority is not emotional, then don't rely on your emotions. Now, the next tip is so, so, so important. And if you have this center undefined, you will know what I mean. This one is don't try to fix other people's emotions. This is a major lesson for people with undefined 
solar plexus center. You are not here to fix other people's emotions. That's so important for you to understand. Because a lesson for people who have this center defined is to process their emotions. They are equipped (laughs) with tools and with the energy from their solar plexus center to process their emotions. That's their way of experiencing life through the entire spectrum of emotions. So instead of you trying to fix other people's emotions because you are highly empathetic, you feel other people's emotions. And of course, when you see a person you care about that's feeling sad or disappointed or frustrated, you want to fix that. But that's not your job. So instead of trying to fix other people's emotions, focus on your own lesson, which is to detach from other people's emotions. So when you see your partner or your kid or your parent or whoever, when you see them that they are sad, detach from that emotion because that is their emotion, not yours. You can understand it, you can be there for them, you can support them, but it's not your job to fix it. And I know this can be so hard because we feel those feelings as well and we just want to fix that. We think that it's not fair, we want them, we want everyone to feel happy, but that's not your job. So this is one of the main tips that I have for you. Don't fix other people's emotions. That's not your job. Now, the third tip that I have for people with undefined emotional center is to leave the situation that doesn't feel emotionally healthy for you. And we have all been there. If it's a group of people that you just don't like, or if you're eating lunch with a colleague that always complains, that always sees something negative, or if you're in a relationship with a person that doesn't feel emotionally healthy for you, that's a big one as well. Or if you are at a party and you don't like the energy of the people you're with. There are so many examples of situations where we can be surrounded by people that don't feel emotionally healthy for you. And what I mean when I say emotionally healthy is in your life, if you have people that just drain your energy, you have a conversation like a 15 minute conversation with them. And you're like, oh my God, I need to take a weekend off to recharge because this conversation just drained my whole energy. So if you have people in your life that are just draining your energy so much, that means that they are not emotionally healthy for you. And you as a person with undefined emotional center, you have to be extra aware and intentional about who you are surrounding yourself with because when you're alone, you're calm. Everything is okay. When you are with people that you like and that are positive and inspiring, you feel positive and inspired. When you are with people that support you and that like you and you feel like you can be yourself around them, everything is fine. But what happens when you are with people that constantly complain, that constantly talk about their own problems, about what's going wrong in the world? They feel frustrated, they feel disappointed, they feel angry, and you just amplify that. You feel those emotions and that affects you. So it's so important to surround yourself with people that feel emotionally healthy for you. So if you have people in your life that are draining your energy and that you feel like you just don't like being around them, then distance yourself from those people. Reduce time you spend with them. Reduce the conversations you have with them. If there is an opportunity to not be around them, 
take it because your emotional health is so important. Now, the fourth tip for people with undefined solar plexus is to set boundaries. So, ask yourself, what are you available and not available for? Oftentimes, there are going to be people that are going to overstep your boundaries. They are going to ask for everything. They are going to talk about all kinds of topics. They are going to gossip. They are going to do whatever they can. But you are the one that needs to set boundaries and decide what are you not available for. So if you don't want to engage in gossip, then don't. And the important lesson for you as well is to learn to say no even when it feels uncomfortable. So instead of engaging in topics and conversations that you don't want to engage in, learn to say no. You can literally write a list of all the things that drain your energy, of all the people and conversations and topics that drain your energy. Just literally write a list and then learn to say no to that. Because you decide how you're going to live your life. You decide who are you going to be surrounded with. And I know that at work sometimes it's not like you can't really choose who you are going to work with, but there are always going to be ways to reduce time spent with people that you don't like. Now, the tip number five is don't watch the news as much. I mean, one thing is to know what's going on in the world, but another thing is to get sucked into it and take the burden of the entire world for yourself. So, in my opinion, I mean, I personally don't watch news because, in my opinion, the news are always about the politics and the statistics of how many people were killed and where. When you're watching the news, you're not going to find anything positive or inspiring, so there's no need to read or watch the news a couple of times per day. I mean, if you want to know what's going on in the world, sure, you can watch the news, but I would say you can check what's going on once a day, or maybe if that's not enough for you, then twice a day. But I know people that refresh these news sites all the time. And if you are one of them, then just ask yourself how you're feeling after reading the news. In the last few weeks, how did you feel every time after watching or reading the news? And if you felt bad, if you felt frustrated, angry, powerless, scared, sad, decide from there how often you want to activate those feelings by reading the news. Because now when you ask yourself this question, in the last few weeks, how did you feel every time after watching the news? And now you know the feeling. You know the feeling it activates. If it's frustration, anger, feeling powerless, feeling scared... Now you know that the next time you check the news, you are going to activate one of those feelings. And what happens when you see some awful things on the news? You feel those feelings. You amplify them. So you see something sad and you will feel twice as sad. So if you want to activate those feelings intentionally by reading the news, then sure, go for it. But if not, if you are realizing that actually watching the news or reading the news five, six, seven times a day makes you feel really bad and frustrated, then you don't have to do that as much. So this is just my advice. Don't watch the news as much. But of course, take it or leave it. Now, the advice number six for people with undefined solar plexus is when you're arguing with someone, for example, with your partner, I would recommend to take a moment away from them to calm down. Because you know when you're arguing with someone, 
you're both yelling, you don't even know what you're yelling about, it's just loud words at some point, and you both say things that you don't mean, and you feel even more angry, and at some point, you don't even know what you were arguing about. So, my advice is to get in your own energy away from that person, away from that person's emotions, just for a few moments. Because when you come back, it will be easier to have a calm discussion. So, if you want, you can just suggest continuing the discussion in a few minutes, because nothing good ever happens in those intense arguments anyway. And what happens is that our ego always wants to be right. When you're arguing with someone, you want to prove something. You want to win the argument. You want to change other person's opinion. And in order to do that, you need to continue the discussion. But it's much healthier to press pause and have a normal conversation without these intense emotions. So you can try this the next time you're having some argument. Just say to the other person, you know what, let's continue in a few minutes. Because when you come back from being in your own energy, in your own emotions, you are going to feel calmer. And that person is also going to have the energy to calm down. So it's going to be a healthier conversation instead of two people just trying to prove their point, which is what our ego wants, you know. We want to be right. We want to be like, no, you're wrong, I'm right. What you did was wrong, and then the other person, no, 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 what you did was wrong. (laughs) And it just goes in the circle. So in order to avoid that, in order for the situation not to escalate, just take a few moments and continue the conversation when you feel calmer. So if these tips resonated with you, and if you want to dive deeper into your human design chart, now we just covered a bit of undefined emotional center. And if you found value in this, if this resonated with you, and if it helps you to change something about the way you make decisions or the way you use your emotions, I invite you to order your human design blueprint, which is a 20 plus page written guide to your unique design. And it's designed to help you go from resistance to flow and to accept yourself. So this blueprint covers your energy type. So whether you're manifesting generator, generator, reflector, it's going to cover how you use your energy best, how you are designed to use your energy. The blueprint is going to cover your strategy, your inner authority, which is how to make most aligned decisions. It's going to cover your not-self theme, your signature theme, and the nine energy centers. And these energy centers are, as I've said, these triangles and squares you see in your chart. They are the areas of your life where you have the most to learn and areas of your life where your energy is consistent. So if you want to know more about your unique design, then order your blueprint in the show notes below or go to laivana.com slash human dash design dash blueprint and your blueprint will also include many journal prompts for you to gain more awareness of how to use this information it's going to also include how to apply your unique design to your life so that it's not just filled with information but you actually know how to apply everything that you learn about your unique design to your life so If you're interested, order your blueprint with the link in the show notes below. And that's all for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye! 
You just finished listening to an episode on the Laivana podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Take a screenshot of this episode and share it over on Instagram. I'd really appreciate it. And if you'd like even more tips and action steps to start creating the life of your dreams, head over to my blog, laivana.com and binge on all the motivational content. Thank you for listening to this episode. Have an amazing day and I'll talk to you soon.